Welcome back, everybody. It's Taco Tuesday! I'm Alex Padilla. I'm Alex Regla. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to Taco Tuesday. I'm Alex Padilla at Alex Padilla86. He's Alex Regla at Alex M. Regla on Twitter. Alex, how are you, man? I'm doing well, man. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. It's hot as hell here in Southern California today. I thought uh, I thought summer was over, but I guess not, man. It's hot. No, yeah, I think it touched like over 100 again over here. It was nice because yeah. like it got cloudy and like I got to put on a long sleeve for the first time like in months. But mm-hmm. but nope, uh, that changed pretty quickly. I put a hoodie on, uh, I believe on Friday, for the first time in a long time. Like my my arms didn't know what to do. It's tough. I, like, is this, I don't know is about this? you. Like your wardrobe, is it more summer, like summer based, or what? Because mine is like pure, like flannel and sweaters, and so I, I I'm not really prepared when it's hot, which I should be so, living where I live. But I <laughs> are you back in the classroom too? That, that's the thing too. We have air conditioning in these classrooms, and it's like freezing in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm back in the class. So I asked that because when you, if you ask what my wardrobe is, my wardrobe is basketball shorts and t-shirts because I work from home. Oh, you're still working from home? Yeah. I, I don't see an end in sight. <laughs> uh, well, how do you like that? How, do you like this adjustment? Like, do you like the idea of working from home, like, going forward? There's no central air in this condo, but there's air conditioning in the living room and the kitchen and there isn't any in my office so Mm. when it's hot like this is the only time i actually ever think about how much i don't like it gotcha but i love it man i love not driving listen you live in los angeles i live in san diego (laughs) the traffic is worse there i'm not comparing it but the particular part of where my old office was to where i live it is literally like the heart of the rush hour traffic so i would have a one hour drive every single day that I don't miss at all. Like, I don't miss doing that at all. And, and I mean, I, uh, I doubt this is like a news flash for you, but gas is very expensive right now, so that doesn't yes. help. I, okay, so we stopped driving, well, at least me, March 2020. We're now in September 2021. Uh, and those, what is that, uh, six, 18 months now? Wow, is that 18 months? Um, I have put... N- 9,000 miles in uh, my car whereas opposed sure. to my first because I have a newish car the first year I got it well, I got like 13,000 miles on it <clears> in one year so yeah I, I, I don't drive very much and the only time I do drive really it's like I, I'll take a trip to visit my mom or I'll take a trip or I'll take the dog to the dog park that's really it it's really it I mean it sounds nice I'm <laughs> like I I, I, I genuinely <laughs> I genuinely did like working from home and I the driving aspect I like I enjoy driving, but yeah, the traffic every day—it just wears on you. Yeah, I listen, man. We, I, I grew up near LA, so and and going to LA pretty much my entire life. So I, I yeah, it sucks. It's for those of you that are listening not in LA, <laughs> I know you know it's like it's not breaking news to anybody, but it really, really sucks. Like, I remember I went to go visit my buddy who lives in Koreatown, oh. and I was literally just got off like near the five to get on the 10 coming coming north and he lived like i was maybe three miles from his place near you like that mm-hmm. vermont exit usc mm-hmm. exit kind of and it's at 45 minutes for three miles Oof. 
Yeah, dude. I don't like. Yeah, I don't miss that at all. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're just checking in on everybody. Stay cool if if you know if you're not working from home like me. Uh, today we're talking Lakers because that's what this is. This is Lakers podcast. Um, Alex, we're gonna get into LeBron James. Listen, we if you're listening to this podcast stream. You know that we're doing a preview series of players that um, are going to play for the Lakers this year. And me and you, we decided to go an easy route this week. You know, we, we talked about um, uh, everybody's talking about a different player. And we're going to talk about LeBron James, who LeBron, not so much in the news lately, but uh, he was at the Chargers-Cowboys game on Sunday. And he continued the tradition of wearing Lakers colors while out in public. Did you see that? I did see that. I saw the photo with him in a uh, magic. So in magic, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll get to that. But I want to start off by uh, saying just the some some quick news here. If you do follow us on Twitter, or if you do follow the staff on Twitter, you might follow a man named Fagan. <laughs> Harrison Fagan. It's, it's his name is Fagan. You need the it's his name is Fagan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so if you missed all of this, uh, the Ben Simmons news today was the big NBA news. The fact that Woj reported Ben Simmons is done. He is not <laughs> playing for the 76ers anymore. He will not report to training camp. He will not suit up for this team. He wants out. So Harrison, doing what he does, put a meme up. Uh, I guess it's a meme, like right, like how would it was you, just you put a, it was okay. just a tweet, like with he a little a video, says, like a funny like video. Right. So Harrison today, I, I don't know what time it was, uh, says the Sixers. Hey Ben, sorry about blaming our second round loss almost solely on you and dangling you in trades all off season while consistent constantly leaking that every team thinks you suck too much to give up anything of value for. Anyway, want to report to camp? Ben Simmons, and then Harrison puts this video of this guy singing, no, 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 no. Uh, for whatever reason, Philadelphia is not handling this news very well today, or at least they don't want to make, at least they want to put some blame on Ben Simmons. That's the way I'm interpreting this. Uh, the Mike Missanelli show. Missanelli. His name's Mike Missanelli. Uh, went on this rant and said that Harrison is ruining journalism. Because of that tweet, and if you are, I know you're not, but if you were on the the, the silver screen and roll slack, it has been a, a fun time today. That's that's the best way I could say it. What you think about that today, dude? It's incredible. Like, honestly, like, uh, I know Harrison a bit, uh, so, like, I, I don't know. I, I saw this thing, and I, I just couldn't stop laughing. It's that his name is Fagan. Almost like he's, like, Batman or something. Like, J. Jonah Jameson out here figuring out who the identity of Spider-Man or something like that. Um, I, I just, I, I wish I could have been there for Harrison's, like, live reaction know, to this. Oh, my God. Um, but my, yeah, no, you know it's what wild. my favorite part was? Which part? He said, uh, was that Mike said, he claims to be a lakers beat right <laughs> I, I love that he couldn't figure out what the site is called uh right that, that's another good part of the video it's only like 10 if you want just like the harrison part it's like the first 15 30 seconds i mean this is like a whole like I, I told you i didn't know this was like a three minute like rant i thought this was only like a 15 second thing yeah it was a it was a full rant and it wasn't just on harrison it was like numerous uh -huh. guys that said anything bad about the sixers organization for whatever reason mike missinelli's i don't know i don't i should i don't i didn't do any research i don't find it important enough to do enough research on i don't know if if he's on the radio that station that carries the sixers i don't know anything like that whatsoever but i found it hilarious um 
that somehow Harrison uh, went viral, basically, today. Or Fagan. His name's Harrison Fagan. Claims to be the Lakers beat writer for Lakers OS... S, S, Lakers SBN. <laughs> that was great. So thank you for the laugh, Harrison. Really appreciate you murdering journalisms just for us so we can get laughs out of you. Uh, so that happened today. And also, I don't know, uh, Alex, if this really matters too much, I guess for the franchise, this is a really big deal. Uh, I guess if you buy jerseys, this is a big deal. Um, the Lakers signed a new uh, patch deal with a company by the name of Bibigo, and I hope I'm saying that correctly. It is a South Korean food brand, and according to The Athletic, the deal is worth for, the deal is for five years, and it's worth more than $100 million. And according to that same report, NBA jersey patch deals have sold for an average range of 7 to $10 million per deal. So the Lakers getting more than double the average of any other NBA team. It's a lot of money. Um, it's a lot of money, yeah. Uh, and it's it it's kind of not ironic, but like this is coming off the backs of you know the Lakers try to avoid paying too much into the tax when it came to like keeping a guy like Caruso, uh, stuff like that. So yeah, it just shows you know this is still a highly marketable team that's still very sought after in terms of sponsors, in terms of everything marketing and all, all that stuff so that's a lot a lot of money I'm, i've never heard of this company before i think you told me it was like a food packaging type company yeah I, I i looked it up uh when it was announced i believe last night and uh it looks like it's pre-packaged food that you could like so it's a brand of pre-packaged south korean i mean cool so, like, <laughs> i mean dumplings, it, could, it could be a dumplings, worse sponsor wontons than yeah beef stock dumplings wontons rolls uh soups yeah, like my buddy actually texted me last night. He goes, hey, I kind of want to order some Bibigo food now. And I'm like, go for it, man. Support the t-. I mean, that's why they're doing it. Nobody, I don't mean, I don't mean nobody, but at least I didn't know what Bibigo was up until yesterday. What, what would be like the worst sponsor? Like what's a sponsor you don't want to have? Oh, man, that's a great question. That is a great question. Um, like, would it be like something like boring like, I mean, wish wish wasn't like yeah. a bad one, but that was just so random. Like this is gonna be if you see the patch too, it, it's it's because uh, LeBron uh, took some pictures mm-hmm. with the jersey with already. With his new number, and I, the new number, and I also saw the uh, the new like diamond encrusted Nike oh, logo. I missed Did that. you see that? No, I missed that. Yeah, I don't know if that's every NBA team, um, but the picture that LeBron was in with the Lakers at Lakers tweeted it out. Um, the there was like some. I guess diamond looking. I, I can't remember the way they described it. I didn't pull it up, but it looked really cool. Um, so, yeah, there's that. That's what's happening because it's still off season. When's training camp? Next week? I, you know what? I saw someone actually tweeted out. I think it's like, yeah, in a week and media day should be in a few days as well. So, we're, this is like these season previews are like coming right, right at the right time because we're going to get like actual um, footage, probably these little practice clips coming up soon. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're already seeing, if you follow Lakers, you're already seeing the guys at the gym, which is which is cool to see, finally. Uh, if you if you follow any of the players, you saw Anthony Davis got married. That's the news that happened. He's trying right. to his yeah. wife. Uh, did you, so, supposedly, I, I don't know, like, did you keep track of who, who went and who didn't go to this wedding? I didn't, did you? That's very TMZ level of <laughs> no. reporting. Well, because I saw, like, I don't, again, I don't even know how reputable it is. I just saw it in the Slack that a 
like Montrez Harrell wasn't invited or I don't know if he wasn't invited or he just didn't show up or just other guys I don't know because AD hasn't really been all these kind of clips with LeBron and Westbrook this offseason like those two have been kind of working out together nonstop. And AD's kind of not been there, but maybe it's just because he's been planning this whole he's wedding. He's planning a yeah. wedding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, training camp starts one week from today, September 28th. So we might have something to talk about next mm-hmm. week. Uh, there's that. But like we, like like I said, if you've been listening to this podcast stream, you've listened to uh, player previews. And me and Alex, we decided to do a little cheat. We wanted to just go into the guy that everybody knows. But I think it's a good – I think our question – and the general question of what to expect from LeBron James this year is a good one. I genuinely do because I myself will ask you, uh, I think I'm going to post the, I always put a, if you guys follow, I always put a debate on the, the post. And I think I'm going to go with, can LeBron James get back to an MVP level this season? Alex, he's, gonna, he's 30. How old is LeBron James? 30, 38 now? How old is 36. he? 36. He's going to be 37, 37 years old okay. in December. Obviously, he's had uh, two major injuries with the Lakers, where previously he really hadn't had any. Um, is that a is that a realistic question to even ask? Do you think? Or I mean, when I say MVP level, I'm not saying is he going to win the MVP. I don't expect him to win the MVP, but I expect him to get to a level where he was receiving votes. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's like far fetched. Before the injury last season, I think that first half, like he he was probably either the leader or one of the the leaders in terms of mvp race and obviously he got hurt and other guys got hurt and the season just got weird and uh just by default he didn't play enough games or even um really get back to that level towards the end of the year to really qualify and stuff like that but i yeah i mean he showed early on last season that he was playing at a really high level um hopefully with you know having a longer than usual off season well, I guess it was the same number of days, but just not being in the playoffs that deep of a run and getting more time to rest and stuff like that. Hopefully that kind of prepares him for next year and his body and stuff like that. And maybe adding a guy like Westbrook also helps keep him fresh. Uh, or that can maybe hurt him if he's taking up a lot of his usage and like box score stats and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't think there's, I don't think we should think it's like out of the question. He could get back to that level. So for 18 straight seasons, LeBron has had at least one MVP vote. Somebody actually voted him for MVP last year. Uh, but regardless, that is an incredible streak, a streak that he hopes to probably continue. Uh, he got one vote last year in 2020. He finished second. I did not know this until I was looking up for today's podcast. The last time he won an MVP, not a finals MVP. Obviously, we know he won that with the Lakers. The last time he won an NBA regular season MVP was 2013 with the Heat. That to me is surprising. Wow. Yeah, that to me is very, very surprising. Um, but like I said, I think a lot of people forget because of the championship that the, that Le- LeBron was able to bring to Los Angeles with Anthony Davis in the Orlando bubble. But I, to me, it stands out a lot. His first year here, he suffered that groin injury. And last year, we all know he only played 45 games last year. So two major injuries in the three years that he's been here. Um, I hope it's, you know, not necessarily a trend, but, you know, when you're 36 years old and when you've played over 1,300 regular season games, and that's not even including the playoffs, if you include the playoffs, he's played uh, over about 1,600 total NBA games. Like, eventually that stuff catches up to you. 
Uh, I know that Bill Simmons a long time ago wrote about how every player's minutes, like if you hit a certain minutes, then your body just starts giving up on you. LeBron passed that a long time ago. So to me, when I answer that question, it's can he stay healthy? Yeah, I think obviously health is going to be the main contributor to see if he can win MVP or not. But like, do you like with this new roster, is he going to be forced to kind of exert that? that amount of energy or kind of put up these crazy MVP numbers that like past teams he's been on that he's been kind of forced to like, like we said, he has a guy like Westbrook this year, a healthy AD, like way more veteran help. Um, some young guys also they added. So like, do you think he's even going to be in need to be in that type of position to really try to chase an MVP? Cause that like to win the MVP, you got to put up some pretty crazy numbers. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I think the whole point of the kind of roster they put around him is, to not take the ball entirely out of his hands, but to make it so that he doesn't have to do everything. And usually when that's the case, a guy doesn't really win the MVP. Um, I really hope so, that he's not asked to do that. I think bringing in Russell Westbrook is is probably like the best thing that could happen to LeBron. Somebody that takes the ball uh, away from LeBron. Somebody that can score without lebron which i think is very important like lebron was was so forced to create shots for everybody else last season when he did play that i think russell westbrook is going to take such a load off him in theory that i think it's going to be great i you know what if i'm looking at someone that's going to have an mvp type season for the lakers i'm looking at russell westbrook getting votes and i'm looking at anthony davis getting votes if he can stay healthy and that's not anything bad to say about LeBron. That's just like I think the way the Lakers envisioned it is that those two guys take the load off LeBron regular season, keep him healthy, get to the playoffs. I think that's what's kind of funny about like this offseason or just LeBron in general. How is maybe just how little, like you said, how little of LeBron we've actually heard about. Like this feels like one of the more kind of mild off seasons for him in terms of like the buzz he's generated for something, and uh, maybe just bringing a guy like Westbrook and and. Like you said, claim like AD being expected to have this like a leap because last year he didn't have his best year. It was pretty disappointing in terms of his standards. So many many people are kind of expecting him to come back and kind of take his game to the next level. So between him and Westbrook and the rest of the guys, LeBron's kind of been almost like somehow underrated. Maybe still like in this in, when discussing this Laker team. So when we picked him for the season preview thing, like obviously he's still LeBron, but he's not like the most exciting. Um, player on the roster to probably talk about at this point yeah i think when if you're looking at like who you're probably most looking forward to would probably be like a russell westbrook and guys that have already been talked about um i think the thing with lebron james is we might see at least in my hope is that we see less of lebron and what i mean by that is like like maybe career low minutes per game and not holding the ball as much, letting other guys, because they didn't just bring in Russ Westbrook. They brought in other ball handlers, other guys that are primary ball handlers and guys that they're probably grooming to be that THT. Mm-hmm. You know, you you brought Rondo back. You got uh, Kendrick Nunn. You got Russell Westbrook. And I'm probably missing others because they brought so many new guys in. Um, and even Anthony Davis handles the ball by himself well enough. So I think that... If, if I'm looking at the type of season LeBron James is going to have, I think it'll be efficient, and I think it'll be less than we're used to seeing him with the ball. And I, I, it's kind of, again, like winning an 
MVP is like obviously a great individual award, but I wonder from like a team perspective, like if LeBron wins MVP or is having to be put in a position where he has to put up MVP numbers for the Lakers to win or be successful, I wonder if that is probably a bad sign for the team. Like you, you would, like you said, you probably would kind of hope that he can kind of take it a little easy this year. Obviously, still play at a All Star level, but not have to be exerting himself. 82 games and kind of letting the rest of the guys do their thing because if he's winning mvp or he put up mvp numbers it's probably because someone either got hurt or he was kind of, again kind of forced into this position where he has to kind of do everything again which if he does then that kind of defeats the purpose of the roster they put together yeah um also that we're not the only ones thinking that lebron is an mvp candidate because if you look at the NBA MVP odds he has a plus 1400 uh, chance of winning only trailing Damian Lillard Steph Curry Giannis Durant Embiid and Luka who according to Vegas is the favorite at plus 400 so I agree with you though like if Vegas is saying that it's just because of the name and because of the skill set that he possesses but I agree with you I think that if LeBron is putting up you know 30 10 and 8 a game that means somebody got hurt and somebody important got hurt, i.e. Russell mm. Westbrook. I, I'm putting so much on Russell Westbrook this year. I can't, like, the more and more I, I'm getting ready for the season and, and thinking about the season, I think Russell Westbrook is going to be so key to the success of this team during the regular season to, like, ex- because we see what happens. Like, if AD and Braun go out, this team, you know, well, I don't know about this team, but the, they just it, it wasn't a good team last year. I think that Russell Westbrook might be, you know, we always ask who's going to be the MVP of the team. I think Marshall Westbrook's the most important player on the team. So what do you think it looks like? Like, obviously, we're going to see it close. Like, we're going to see it. It's almost here, training camp and all that good stuff. But, like, what do you think it's going to look like when LeBron's out there and Westbrook's out there and AD's out there? Like, what type of LeBron do we expect to get? Like, is he aggressive? Is he passive? Is he letting other guys do their thing? Like, that's the thing what I'm interested he, about. What was he when Kyrie was with him? I mean, he was like, I mean, he was still LeBron. <laughs> like, Kyrie yeah, was there, and Kevin mean, Love was there, but like, he was still the guy. Right, but I think like, what I mean by it is like, did Kyrie bring the ball up the court? Did did Kyrie start the start the plays, get everything in motion, or was LeBron still being that primary ball handler? I don't see how Russell Westbrook is not the primary ball handler this year. I mean, like, it, I just don't see how that works. Yeah, it, do you it, just put him in the corner? Like he's not a great three-point shooter. It would have to you know be. I mean? Yeah, no, no. It would have to be like Westbrook really, like working off ball a lot, like in terms of his cutting and like taking advantage of the space to like the defense gives him and stuff like that. Or um, besides that, yeah, unless he's like in screen action with LeBron at the top of the key or something. I, I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. Like I wonder if this means maybe more jumpers for LeBron, maybe more like catch and shoot opportunities. Maybe he's the guy cutting instead off of like a Westbrook pass or something like that. So I'm just, cause I, I think I wrote about this, but I think LeBron's like frequency at the rim, like this past season was like the lowest. And I think like almost a decade. So he's already kind of steering a little further away from the rim as it is. I wonder if we just see more of uh, him kind of stretching his game out further out now. Yeah, that's an interesting question because I think I like the I like him cutting in. I like him driving to the basket. Uh, you know, him shooting thirty five percent from the three point last year not the most impressive number. So I just think I mean, listen, LeBron still has 
an incredible amount of athleticism and he still averaged 25 points last year. He still averaged, um, you know, like a pretty decent field goal, field goal percentage at 51%. So it's not like he can't, you know, be efficient elsewhere. I, I think that I just, um, am curious, I guess, to see like this, the same thing you just asked is curious to see what that'll look like. In my opinion, I think it'll be Russ dominating the ball early on. And maybe if it doesn't work, then LeBron's like, okay, give me the ball. It's interesting because I wonder, like, what? No, I think you're all right. But, like, wh- what do you think LeBron's. Like, do you think it's going to be more important for LeBron on offense this year or defense? Like, I feel like it's funny because, like, defensively, I think him having that type of defensive effort he had, like, a season when they won the championship, I think that type of, like, intensity on that end might be more important, like, to set, like, that type of mindset early on for this team. Than him, like just putting on LeBron numbers. Like I think if he yeah. is engaged early on defense, that's going to have a way more important trickle down effect on the team than like if he were just going out there and scoring. Wow, that's an interesting question. I didn't even think about the defensive end because that's been a lot of the headlines. Is you know who's playing defense on this uh-huh. team? Who's guarding who on this team? You know, that's a good question. I I really I really don't know. I I do know that like there's going to be a lot. Well, you know what? Maybe not. But I do assume. There's going to be a lot of trial and error early on, you know, trying to figure out what rotations work best, who's going to start, who's going to come off the bench first, who's going to, you know, if 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 LeBron is sitting, who's playing, if if Russ is sitting, who's playing. I think there's going to be a lot of figuring out early on. But remember when they signed Anthony Davis, we said it's going to take some time to figure it out, and it just didn't. They came out super hot. Um, they lost to the Clippers opening night and then just went on a run. So, you know, we've said that before, but – I'm trying to remember. Was that because defensively they were they were doing well, or was, just, did they just click pretty fast? Yeah, yeah. Defensively, I think they were like on it, like right from game one. Even though I know they lost that Clipper opener, but like after that, I mean, they were like the top three top defense for almost the entire year. And even last year, they were pretty great defensively, even when everyone was healthy. So I think it's just going to take that effort from LeBron. I think in particular in terms of like a wing defender or a guy who can guard multiple positions because like you said um that defense is probably going to be the the side of the floor where people have the most questions with this team and i think if lebron is kind of engaged early on like everybody's going to kind of lead by his example um you wrote a piece on malik monk right mm-hmm. for silver screen and roll can malik monks continue shooting to trend upwards uh, if you missed our podcast last week with Jacob Rude, uh, we previewed what we think Malik Monk or kind of what we think could happen with Malik Monk. We talked about that last week uh, here on Taco Tuesday. So go ahead and check that out. Make sure you guys subscribe to this podcast, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, anywhere there's podcasts. And if you want to read a more in-depth look at his shooting, um, Alex wrote for SilverScreenRoll.com. Follow him at Alex M regla on twitter before we uh wrap up alex is there um do you (laughs) i'm gonna ask a really stupid (laughs) question i'm gonna ask a really really dumb question does lebron play better with number six (laughs) does it matter what number he's wearing no i don't think it's gonna matter i don't think so either no yeah i gotta even know like nba players are not as like fickle as like baseball players right they're not as superstitious there's not like this nomar garcia para like in between every pitch thing that they oh, do the like i don't think the number the... yeah i don't think that like the number matters too much but i just i saw that i saw the picture again and i'm like oh yeah he did switch numbers because 
I, I, I don't know. I don't know why he keeps switching numbers. Why does he keep switching numbers? Does he want both numbers retired if he wins another ring? I have no idea. But, well, supposedly, <laughs> supposedly, remember he said, like, he was going to let AD wear number 23, but then AD's just like, he's just going to stick with the number he has now. So, yeah. I'm not sure what happened there, but... Yeah, like I, again, I th- I just think LeBron is super interesting this year. Uh, somehow, kind of going under the radar in terms of, like you said, maybe MVP races, but also just kind of like as a player, like he's definitely older now. He has a roster around him that's just kind of, I wouldn't say is like the most like seamless roster in terms of like that fits his skill set, but it also is a roster that will allow him to possibly rest more than he ever has. So I just think. He's a really fascinating player to watch this year. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if, like you said, he plays a career low in minutes, maybe a career low in like usage rate, but also maybe is like has a higher efficiency or something like that. Like, so I, I just think watching him this year is going to be super interesting. I think a question that we should ask, and I don't know, I, I think the answer is yes, but is he willing to do that? I, I he signed off on these moves. We I mean Carmelo I called mean, him is, the GM. I think yesterday. This is his team. Uh, so he it's the plan is obviously in place in terms of him not having to do everything. So yeah, because I know there's certain talking heads out there that'll be like LeBron's never gonna give up. Like blah blah. Like you know what I mean? I think to me though, like yeah, he had so much input on who joined this team and who didn't that I think he is definitely going to be willing to make that change. So far, I've been on Twitter for the last uh, 10 seconds. I've seen LeBron and Russ at the gym, mm-hmm. DeAndre Jordan at the gym, uh, Kent Bazemore at the gym, THT at the gym, and next week on the 28th, everyone will be at the gym. It'll be exciting. I can't wait, man. Me neither. I, I, I'm really excited to watch this team play. There's like this awesome period in October where literally every sport mm-hmm. is on. And I know a lot of people want the NBA season to start on Christmas. I wouldn't mind it, but you know, in October when you got NBA going, baseball playoffs mm-hmm. going, right in the middle of the NFL season, college football, if you watch hockey, that's starting to uh, I mean, you got soccer all over the world. F1, like everything is happening in October you, and I love it. You get horror so. movies on not, like if you're if you're a big horror fan, obviously you get everything cuz of Halloween. So just that also, like I'm a big fan of like AMC's Fear Fest, which is just like a non-stop horror movie like 24/7 for a whole month. So there's always something on in October. I love October. And you got like horror nights at Disneyland and Universal mm-hmm. Studios and you the know, weather, the weather Christmas. gets better. Hopefully. <laughs> That's true. Because <laughs> it's hot right now, like we already talked about. Oh man, that was this was great. But uh, Alex, dude, go check out uh, his article. Can Malik Monk's shooting continue to trend upwards? Check that out. Silverscreenroll.com. Check silverscreenroll.com for all your Lakers news and all and everywhere that Harrison Fagan tries to murder journalism. That happens on silverscreenroll.com <laughs> as well. That's still my favorite. I, I, I'm part not even. Gonna, I think I'm going to go watch that clip again after we stop recording. Is that good? Good. Go watch all three minutes of it, dude. It's so good. It's so good. All right, Alex. This is awesome, dude. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, man.